Hello and welcome to the Monroe Method Clancast. I am Jason Monroe and this is episode 32. I have fallen into a bit of a pattern, dear listeners. What happens is on a Wednesday, I record two reels and edit them and get them ready for the following week to go out on a Tuesday and a Thursday. Now, I have, you can imagine, like I have this massive compendium of topics to talk about. And I'm sitting on the floor in my office uh, with my big whiteboard next to me and it's got all my stuff written out saying this is what you're going to talk about today, this is what you're going to write an email about tomorrow, this is what you're going to do an Instagram post about, here are all your podcast episode ideas, right? And when I do these two reels, I I like reels and I also don't like them. I like them because they're fun to post and they get good engagement and all that stuff on Instagram. I don't like them because... They're so short, like 90 seconds is the limit. And I find it very difficult. I find it very difficult to condense things without missing out all the important stuff. So it's almost as if I do these reels, I condense them really short, I record them, I get them done in the 60 seconds or the 90 seconds, but I still have all this stuff to say. So I need to get my laptop and my microphone and record a podcast about it. So today... As you will have seen in the, the description of this episode, we're going to talk about weight maintenance. Now, from a different angle, okay, uh, bringing to light a very common mistake that I see far too many people make, something that you've probably never even considered, and that's why this is going to be so helpful. Something I see a lot on Instagram, and you will have as well. So when people have weight loss accounts, you can imagine how many weight loss accounts follow me. I'll tap on things sometimes, look to see who's following me. Um, Just out of a nosy. And something I see so often is blah, 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 blah. Maintaining a three stone loss, four stone loss, 60 pound loss, like whatever it is. And yet, they still have a weight loss account. They're still following people like me. They're still doing all this stuff. And obviously, I don't know much about that person, but we can make some assumptions. And I can I can, I can, can use what I've learned from the people I've worked with inside the group. Here's this really strange phenomenon that I see, right? Where, I think I said, I'm getting deja vu. I feel like I've said this already, but I will work with someone for 12 months, say. They will lose five stone, and then that's it, they're done and dusted and off they go. Quite often they leave before they're supposed to. When I say that, they lose the weight. They they think they know it all. I don't mean that in a negative way. They think they've reached the end. They think this is it. I've solved it this time. The reality is losing weight is just the short, annoying, shitty thing you have to go through before you can get to the point where your journey actually starts. Remember, weight loss, Like your weight is not the problem. Losing weight is not the solution to your problem. The, the the inability to maintain is the problem. So when someone comes to work with me, they stay for 12 months, they lose the weight they want to lose and they slip out the door without saying anything. We, we don't get to the maintenance part. We don't spend two or three months learning what life is going to look like to maintain this new, lighter body. They say, yeah, do you know what? I should be okay. I've come this far. And... You know, all we've done is focus on weight loss for 12 months. They don't know a thing about weight maintenance yet. No, that's not true. They don't, they'll know something about it, but they've not, you know, imagine 
investing in coaching for 12 months to get part way to the end of the line and then going it alone and running the risk of throwing that all away. And this circles back to the point I'm trying to make. I've seen it so many times where people... So let's say someone joins and they are 17 stone and we work together for 12... I'm thinking about this because I've just spoken about someone who is like on the verge of doing this exact thing. She's like two pounds away from five stones in 11 months. So yeah, let's say I work with someone and their start weight is 17 stone and they get down to 12 stone and they disappear. And then two years, no, not two years, yeah, two years later... A name pops up, such and such has signed up, and I'll go, I know that name, wonder who that is, and I'll go and I'll see their Facebook profile, I'll remember who they are, they'll join the, the one-to-one group, I'll see their history, and I'll be like, right, let's see why they're back, they'll post their starting stuff, and they will be 17 stone again. I'm getting deja vu now, I must have spoke about this recently in another episode, but... It is no coincidence that that this happens. It is no coincidence that people return to their start weight. And it's not plus a pound, minus five pounds, plus a stone very often. It's usually almost always around the exact same weight. So, part of that, part of that, coming back to the Instagram bio scenario when someone has in their Instagram bio that they are, I am maintaining a five stone loss. This is a terrible line to use. It is a terrible thought to have. It is a terrible thing to say. It's a terrible belief to hold. Because think about this. If you are 17 stone, you are carrying way more body fat than you are supposed to carry. You are beyond the kind of the realms of healthy, um, not functional. Like the body fat you carry is, you're meant to have some body fat in case, I don't know, you end up in a desert island with no food and your body needs energy. Here's this body fat to tap into. You're meant to carry some level of it. If you are 17 stones, you're carrying pretty excess amounts of it that's way above the norm. That is not where your body wants to be. That's way beyond your needs. So that is not a start weight. It is not a happy weight. It's not just where you're supposed to be. It's not where your body wants to be. And that's not why you keep going back there. Part of the reason you keep going back there is because of the thing I've just said. People holding the belief that Weight maintenance is about maintaining a loss. So so think about what that means, right? Here's what weight maintenance really means. If you go from 17 stone to 12 stone and you want to maintain your weight, that's what you do. You get to 12 stone and then you maintain that weight. You maintain your weight around 12 stone. Because during that time, you have learned how to live on less. You've managed to reduce the size of your consumption. You've managed to rebalance your diet. You reached 17 stone because you were consistently having 3,000, 3,500 calories a day. Now you've lost five stone. You only need 2,000 calories a day. And you've had to learn how to change everything you were doing before to gain weight in the first place. 
And now you're going to use what you've learned to maintain your new current weight. What you are not doing is maintaining the distance between 17 stone and 12 stone. Those are two completely different things. Maintaining your current weight is about choosing to take the daily actions that have you living within your body's needs. Maintaining a loss is a restrictive mindset. It creates this idea that you are locked in a never-ending battle with 17 stone. And your daily actions become about trying to hold yourself back from doing things that are, that will take you back there. Oh, I shouldn't eat that chocolate. I shouldn't eat those crisps. Maybe I shouldn't go to that night out. Maybe I shouldn't go out for that meal. Oh, I'm going to go to that person's house. Maybe I'll take my own food. Because it's all about not going back to 17 stone. It's not about living. It's not about living your current life. It's about trying to stop yourself from living that old life. Now that you've heard these from kind of different angles, hopefully you're you're starting to get to grips with it, where one is a super negative way to approach weight maintenance, the other is a very negative, is a very positive way to do it. So the positive way to approach weight maintenance is to think about supporting your body right now, where you are at right now. This is what my body needs, this is what I want to give it, this is how I want to treat it, this is what I want to, my life to look like. This is how I want to wake up and feel every day. I will make choices and decisions that are in line with that. Okay, and that's you looking after your body from a place of love and support. And you're crafting a life that you want to live. And you're taking the actions and making the choices that allow you to live that life. Versus... I need to stop myself from going back to 17 stone. I need to not do this. I need to not do that. Because that's what I did when I was 17 stone. That's what I did when I was that way. Doing this every weekend is why I got there. I need to stop myself from doing that. See how horrible that is. And the thing is, once you can't hold yourself back anymore, do you know what? I probably spoke about this in, in like the the... Oh, what was the name of the episode? Do you know what? I've actually got my phone here so I can check. Restricting versus choosing, episode 26. That's what it was. Um, it's it's the same thing, right? It's, it's the same mindset. It's, it's not about choosing to maintain your current weight. It's about holding yourself back from going back to your old weight. And this is the thing. You can only restrict yourself for so long. You can only stop yourself from doing things for so long. Willpower, motivation, discipline, all that shit, it runs out very quickly, it gets boring very quickly, and it gets old very quickly. And when it does run out, and you do start doing those things that you're trying to stop yourself from, and it was those very things that led you to a place where you were 17 stone in the first place, that's why people end up back where they were. So, a lot, as ever, most of this is down to what goes on upstairs. It's the way that you think about things. The way that you think about them, the way that you talk about them, the language you use, the beliefs that you have. If you are the person listening to this right now and you have 
you are one of those people that has it in your bio maintaining a like nobody cares how much weight you've lost it, it's not it's nothing to boast or brag about or or like it's, it's of no relevance to anyone else like who cares if you lost 60 there are a million weight loss accounts out there with numbers plastered all fucking over their instagram nobody cares believe me the only person that number means anything to is you you're displaying it there because you're taking pride in it look at me i lost 50 pounds 60 pounds 100 pounds and that's incredible but it's done now you need to move on and forget about it because it, it it plays like of the things that you need to do to maintain your weight your start weight plays absolutely no part in it what weight you once were has nothing to do with anything at all unless you're one of these awful people that tries to use your weight loss to to earn fucking 10% with your spice and taste code then you need to ditch the weight loss stuff. Having a weight loss account for years is a part of the problem. Continuing to keep yourself in a weight loss world is a part of the problem. It's why Slimming World makes so much fucking money. Oh, you're a Target member. Keep coming for free. (laughs) Yeah, oh wow, what a lovely thing to do, Slimming World. I wonder if anyone actually doesn't see through that, you know... Like, people do realise that that's about keeping you close because the minute you put some weight on again, they can start milking you for money. They're not doing you any favours. But think about this, right? That, that I've mentioned this before as well. In, in 20... Oh, shit. I can't remember. 2018, 2019. You can Google this. But if you look up um, Slimming World Ditch Your Fat Friends, something like that, I'm going to Google it. I want to keep. I want to keep this accurate. Slimming world, ditch your fat friends. This will become clear in a second. I know it sounds awful. There we go. This diet, twenty eighteen, it was. This diet company wants you to ditch your fat friends in order to in order to stay slim. God, that's a tongue twister. So what happened was in two thousand and eighteen, Slimming World brought out a leaflet, and it it was uh it was a guide for maintainer for target members sorry and in the leaflet yeah i've had various different things for those that haven't heard me mention this before at the bottom so it's like we did a survey on a thousand target slimming world members and we asked them what it was that what what helped them maintain their weight right now i can't see the full thing but the bottom three are 27% of them keep a picture of themselves in a prominent position. 25% of them spend more time with friends who exercise. Now, this is the bottom part that people were outraged about, and quite rightly so. 4% spend less time with overweight friends. Now, that's ridiculous. Uh, Slumming World wanted you to ditch all of your overweight friends, basically. Uh in an effort to help you maintain your weight because you don't want their fatness infecting you according to Slimming World. But here's the thing. How does that work? And this was why it was... I mean, this is part of the reason it was a stupid thing to do apart from the obvious that it's an awful thing to say and an awful thing to encourage. Another reason it was stupid is 
if you are a Slimming World target member, then you have to keep going to Slimming World every week to get weighed, to stay a target member, and you're going to be surrounded by all these people who are struggling yo-yo dieters. And this is what I mean about having... Like, I, I have people who come back to the group who have been following me, who I've spoken to, who I've interacted with since 2016, 2017. And they still have the same weight loss account that they had back then. Because they'll dip into, they'll come back and be like, this is it this time. I'm, I'm going to stop being lured away by the fads and the fast results and all that. This is it. I'm here to stay. And they stay for three or months, three months, four months, five months. Then they disappear. And then they come back again. And it's like, fucking, this is never going to end. But part of it is this whole weight loss account thing. And holding on to the past. And God, look at what I once did. Every now and again, posting a before and after picture. Here's what I did once. I can do this again. But this this, this clinging on to the past, this clinging on to your start weight, it serves absolutely no purpose. So let it go. I'm not going to break into song there, but let it go. Because it could be, you know, that could be your reason for staying stuck. You've lost the weight you want to lose. You're finished. That's it. You're done. You don't need a weight loss account anymore. You don't need to focus on your weight anymore. Hopefully, if you've done it properly, if you've been working with me inside Clan Monroe, and we've spent that two to three months after you've done with a deficit, coming up to maintenance, learning what life at maintenance will look like, and then you go off into the sunset, you don't need it anymore. Delete it. Deactivate it. Get out. It's it, it's such a habitual thing. You know, when, when you have a weight loss account and you follow lots of weight loss accounts, and it just so happens that all the people you like following, or maybe you've made friends with people, they all have weight loss accounts too, you're in there, you're a part of that. So it's it's not about not spending time with overweight people. It's you have done this thing now, you are finished. Go away. <laughs> Imagine going to university and graduating, but you keep going to university. Like you're done, you're finished, you don't need to go anymore. It's like, oh, I'm just going to keep going back. It's not a great example, but um, it's the same idea. So once you are done, and again, it's nothing to do with spending time with people. It's the world. Get out of the world. Because the, think about it, right? The yo-yo dieting world, everything within the yo-yo dieting world is designed to keep you yo-yo dieting. The yo-yo dieting world is not trying to help you solve yo-yo dieting. It's not trying to help you lose weight and never lose it ever again. It wants you to lose weight and put it on and lose weight and put it on because every time you do, they can milk money from you. Oh, you've gained weight again. What a shocker. We didn't see that coming. Here's a new diet for you. Here's a new product. Here's some new shakes. Here's some new pills. Here's the next thing to hop onto and separate. Separate your money. I don't know. I was trying to say and separate with your money again. So, to recap this brief episode, get 
the heck out of the weight loss world once you are done with it, right? You, your job is not to hold yourself back from going back to your start weight. Your start weight, I can't describe, I can't put into words how irrelevant it is. It's a number. It's your number. My start weight, when I started my journey that, that led me down this path, was 14 stone, like very close to 13 stone, probably two or three pounds under it. I'm not. I'm 11 and a half stone on the nose right now, so I am not maintaining a two and a half stone loss. That's ridiculous. If that was a belief I held and I, I thought that 14 stone was this number I keep going back to before I do something about it, then I would still be bouncing between where I am now and there. But I don't. I maintain my current weight around about here. 11 and a half, 12 stone-ish, depending on the time of year. That's what it's about. Maintaining your current weight, not battling with your past weight. If you are in that battle, then it's because you're struggling with learning how to maintain your weight. And this just comes back. If if you haven't listened to episode 26, I think I said, restricting versus choosing, it comes back to that, right? If, If you... If your weight is dependent on your ability to restrain yourself, then you're not going to be successful. You have to reach that place where everything is a choice, where you are choosing to take actions that align with where you want to be. If you're going through life trying to hold yourself back, then you're always going to go back to that start weight. So yeah, if you haven't listened to 26, go back and listen to that one because that's that's a good follow-on from this. But I hope this has helped in a way, and I hope that you you'll take away from it. You know the whole concept of honestly. My mum used to love all this stuff. My mum, in her yo-yo diet days, she took such pride in the number of pounds and the number of weeks. Like she could never post it on Instagram. That's me down another two. That's me down another three. That's Sixteen and five weeks. That's nineteen and seven weeks. Like, it wasn't enough just to say, "That's me made another bit of progress," or "That's me lost another couple of pounds." The 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 time always had to come into it, and that was one of the reasons why she yo-yo dieted because she took so much pride in losing weight. She loved it. Look what I can do when I'm focused and determined. Look at how many pounds I can lose in how many weeks. Once that's gone, you lose that buzz. And that's just another thing that, that keeps people stuck to Slimming World and these approaches and going back and bouncing back and forth and yo-yo dieting. Anyway, hopefully this will be a positive stepping stone for those of you that listen on your journey to breaking away from the yo-yo diet industry forever. See you next time.